We will start now. We'll start now because that way we can end earlier. Though, if anything, this nice little quarantine is. Have you ever? Where are we going? What's the rush? That's what I'm finding out. Slowly but surely. I knew what the rush was before. Let me explain to you what the rush is. This is for you old people. This is or for you spoiled people from YZRE Dine or any other suburb ending with a vowel or beginning with a vowel. Anything to do with vowels. Um. You people had everything bought and paid for because you're spoiled little Kawantahas. That's what it boils down to. And the rush was for those of us who weren't spoiled little Kawantahas out in the Wiseze or the Adine or the EP or the Woodbury. Uh, we The rush was to make food. The rush was to get to a point where we were not dependent upon three jobs we weren't dependent upon mom and dad. We weren't dependent upon the government. We had enough money to do what we wanted to do. And especially when you're younger, you don't make a lot of money. So you got to hustle. That's where the rush was. I got to get to work. Got to get back from work. Got to play. See, that was, the, that was also the paradox or the, uh, the rock and a hard place is you had to work extra time to make ends meet, to make it. But then you also wanted to capitalize on your youth and enjoy life while you could. Look at those girls with those tits over there. I got to dedicate half my fucking waking hours to that. <laughs> and then as you get older, you're like, oh, wow, what am I? Dude, the drinking, the drugs, the driving while drunk, um, the getting in fights at bars, uh, all the liberal arts prereqs I had. Though, admittedly, those were a waste of time. So I put they were a hell of a lot better of an investment. And chasing all those girls. <laughs> hey, give, give me booze anytime. Give me drugs anytime. And not yelled. I'll tell. Oh, you think Cap? Oh, he's the funny man with the hat. Look at him with his nice sweater that his dad hand. I think is a hand me down for my dad. He'd always get me sweaters. That's what every kid wanted in the eighties was sweaters. <clears throat> um, where the hell was I going with this? Oh, the rush. Um. But the day's coming, like, you'll, you'll get there, especially if you don't have kids, especially if you save your money. You'll get there, and, and especially now that the economy is revolutionizing, finally, with, with, with a virus putting a gun to society, says, you will telecommute. How do I know they're working if I cannot see them, Father? Uh, what the hell was I talking about again? Getting there, the rush. Oh, it's coming where you're not going to have, there's no nowhere to be. Why do I have to fit? Why do I got to start now? Why do I have to start now? I could start at 930 like I scheduled it. I'll be done instead of at 1130. I don't know how long it's going to go, but I'll be, I'll be done 15 minutes before when I start. For what? What did I save on the back end? To what? I got another podcast got to do with David Barnett. Uh, Business Buyer Advantage. We're going to talk buying. Uh, uh, companies, businesses, small businesses. When um, when there's a recession going on, which we pretty much are in one. I don't consider this a recession. I consider this an emergency or a crisis. I don't consider it a recession. Uh, but there's the, but then uh, that'll be done. then there's a, oh we got to drive we got no and I found myself especially since I've been working from home for the past nine years. Uh, I'm driving the speed limit sometimes under, sometimes I hey. Clary, speed limit's 55. Oh, shit. This is what it's like to be old. That's what happened. That's why I finally figured out. I've unlocked the secret, guys. Now I know why old people drive slow. They got nowhere to be. 
if you put fifty, sixty thousand dollars of income in front of them, and it's to pay off their mortgage, and it's vital to support them, oh, they'll rush. Then they'll go faster, right? Every second counts. But when you retire and you got you know, no debt, no job, you have to, you know, oh, I guess I'll do. And I have. I've been. Oh, oh, how horrible of me in Vegas because everyone's a tourist in Vegas. Especially if you got out of state place. So I have my Minnesota truck, Minnesota plates. Sure enough, old man driving a truck. I must have. And, and I, yeah, I got to snap. Oh, wait, shit. They drive faster out here. Okay. All right. Go faster. Go faster. All right. Here's my old shitty truck, Minnesota plates. I'm a hands down here because that means standard transmission. It's a shifting stick. That, that When people, when people, when, oh, I'll do it like this. How can we get there? Hang on. Nope. There we go. Yep. No, wait, the driving columns here. There. That's that. Uh, everything's the reverse. So this is shifting and this is driving. So when you see some guy like, yeah, I was driving around. People are like, who drives like this? <sighs> the men do. The last generation of men who knew how to drive standard transmission. Shit's all going. Good morning, Corona Chan to everybody. Welcome to the Church of Corona Chan. We have all the Hanyakers in here, uh, including our good friend, Athan Maldekua. Somebody wanted me to ban someone because they were messing with the chat room. Uh, and I think Atham has a ban hammer. Atham, did I give you a ban hammer? Um, let me get back. I will do that through the fan mail. Let's, uh, let's go through what we're thankful for. I am thankful. I'm going to throw a loop for you guys. I am thankful for Trader Joe's. Of all, I know, I know, I know. You're all like, what? Because every you walk, there's a, there's a couple types of Trader Joe's out there. They fit in like three general categories. And the one I originally went to, I have to look this up, is over Hopkins, Golden Valley. And this is where all the washed up hippie boomers went. That's the It was the boomer Trader Joe's. Now, no matter which Trader Joe's you go to, they're all leftists. That's 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 a given. But this is your stinky, gray-haired, ugly women, really pansified old men. Not because of age, but they've never touched testosterone in life. These are the proto millennials, the proto soy boys. And you walk in, they're like, "Holy cuck, look at this!" And um, it, oh, it smelled like patchouli, and everything was oh, just so organic and and, and so. And then you looked at the the working staff, you're like. What the fuck? And so I, I wrote uh, the people at Trader Joe's. And it caught it caught backlash. But little did I know, then people start saying, Cappy, what are you talking about? The, the Trader Joe's, the, the people, the girls are hot. It's just a bunch of 20-something girls. I'm like, what? So I come to find out there's a second type of Trader Joe's. Those are the ones near college campuses. Now, this is 10 years ago when women used to be still reasonably attractive, maybe. I don't know what they look like now. They look like Ramona flowers, I hear. Uh, that's the second type, where it's these young teen, 20-something girls who go to Trader Joe's because they're told to go to Trader Joe's because it was, it was chic. It was in vogue. And then the third type of Trader Joe's is the one I am more recently going to, where I walked in. And uh, that's your overall general population, your general leftist population. It's not near a college campus. It's not near a retirement community. Everyone is still a leftist, but you'll see like a middle-of-the-road Democrat. You might actually see a blue-collar worker there. 
Uh, some of the checkout staff is actually in shape. Like that was that was another. There's one guy in particular. He's pretty. I'm like, oh, and you know, you see those liberal guys. Everyone, they're typically hikers. Typically hikers. They're in great shape. And like, how the hell? That's that's where they've been in Colorado. That's where they hail from. Anytime you see a ripped leftist, Colorado. Say, ah, oh, you from Colorado? Oh, dude, man, how can you tell? Well, you're ripped, and you got a coexist shirt on your thigh. There's only one place in the United States that that happens where you have ripped leftist males, Colorado. Dude, man, I don't know if I'm complimented or insulted. You're probably offended because you're a millennial. On top of it, go be offended. Anyway, uh. So they here, you know, I'm going to explain it where I've warmed up to Trader Joe's. It has nothing to do with the people. I go in there, I get agitated, I get annoyed. Uh, but what what I love about Trader Joe's is the business model. It's a lot like Whole Foods. Not that they're organic, tuck, touchy. That's not it. The guy who owns a row used to run it. Now it's owned by Jeff Bezos. The guy who used to run it was a libertarian. And he's like, they're willing to pay $5 extra for a pound of coffee because I put some kind of fair trade bullshit sticker on it. Here you go. And Trader Joe's is not that intellectually dishonest, but damn, do they get some good deals. The guy goes, the, I think the guy who runs is still alive. The guy out there, he goes and he he shops. This is an old school. Oh, all the communists show up at Trader Joe's. But that's more of a capitalist company than you realize because there's only one type of company. It's capitalist. But he he gets deals. We're talking the old guy. We're talking the old Jewish guy in New York who had a network. He could get it cheap. I could, I can I could get it cheap. You what did Frankie cut? What did he quote you? Seven ninety five. I could get it for six. Six. Say no more. Just give me a little bit on the back end. All right. All right. I'll go talk to my guy. That's what this is. He's got the network, and he gets the, the and maybe they don't have everything in stock consistently. Right. But. Usually you could get some damn. They got two dollar bottles of wine. Holy shit! The and their liquor selection. They it's like cigars. Let me explain cigars to you. I can explain everything to you people. Um, just like any other product out there, there's a knockoff version. Like you know when you go get Tide, Tide wash uh, clothes washing stuff. Um. <clears throat> You get there's the knockoff brand next to it, the in-store brand. It's the exact same thing. They just put a different label on it. But you dipshits from YZ will spend an extra two dollars on Tide when the thing ran. Same thing with head and shoulders. I get like essentials dandruff for something very unsexy. It's not as much as right next to head and shoulders. The bottle's the exact same. And oh my gosh, it's the same shit. Cigars are the same thing. Cigars, um, like Macanudo is a high-end cigar, higher end. But the Cusano M1s, are, it's the same, but comes out of the same factory. Put it in for wrapper, and I save myself two bucks for the exact same cigar. And um, it's kind of the same thing over at Trader Joe's. Uh, like, they'll put their own brand label, and they'll slap it, and they'll, they'll whittle down the price. You can walk out of there with two weeks' groceries for under 100 bucks. And it's the same thing with their booze. Their booze, it's like, this, this smells like a Lafroy 10. It's not. It's something of Islay or Flanagan's or something like that. And it's half the price. You could stock the GF up in their alcoholic habit with that real darn cheap. Half the price for some high-end booze. Unless you have to have the, the, the label. Do you need to have the label on your yacht on Lake Minnetonka, you dipshit assholes? Huh? By the way, how are those mortgage payments and car, uh, boat payments going to be coming along this summer? Yeah, fun time on the lake. 
Going to remind me of 2007, 2008 here pretty soon. Oh, another another culling of the washed-up, aged NBA-laden dude bros is coming. You can you smell that? Can you smell that? <laughs> a lot of Lotuses going to be going for sale. A lot, a lot of BMWs, a lot of Beamers. Uh, is that a Trader Joe? God, it's just good, cheap, affordable stuff. And if you could just hold your nose, sometimes literally. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, I see. Yep, you're gonna you're gonna shave your head, okay? Cause yeah, fuck your husband. What does he want? What does he matter? Beauty's on the inside, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, thanks. I'm sorry, your partner. Uh, you know, fuck your partner, right? Or maybe not fuck your partner. What is? You're not walking into a beauty show. But uh, I oh, and so what? What triggered it this time? So I'm <clears throat> going in for supplies. And I uh, like every other grocery store, they're out of toilet paper. There's a sign where the toilet paper was. says, if you need toilet paper, talk to the desk. I'm like, they have it? So I go to the lady. Very nice lady. I don't know. I, there, I, I, I assumed her gender. I know she was female. Biologically, that's female. But uh, yeah, you never know. How am I presenting? Did I just assume? Holy shit, there's a crucifix outside for people who break the rules of Trader Joe's. Great deals, but you might get crucified in the parking lot. Uh, she says, yeah, I'll get you one. She went back, you get six roll of toilet paper, just like that. Now, you go to any other grocery store, because I do. I go to the grocery store every night, do my walkthrough, do my round, see what's available, what's up there, because that, that to me is more telling. I'll listen to the economy before I listen to CNN or Fox News. And that was because I heard people are get they're getting toilet paper in, but the fucking normies, conformies, and inferiors, because a bunch of people hoarded it all up. You all went and bought it. You didn't have enough supply. You didn't have your three hundred twenty-seven roll paper supply like uh, the great one does. Now, anytime anything happens, people are panicked to buy it, even though they don't need it. So unless you're there when they're stocking it, it's gone. You don't have it, and the reason why. Is because management at your larger grocery chains don't limit it. They don't meet it out. Now, you can say, Aaron, come on. You can do price gouging. They can run the companies. How are they? Yes, yes, they absolutely can. They can. But part of marketing, I'm not a big fan of CSR. I am a big fan of PR. You can't be a douchebag company. You got to help out the community a little bit. You can't be like, ah, fuck it. You got to be like, hey, we're not here to fuck you over kind of thing. And Trader Joe's is the only company, the only grocery store where it's like, oh, do you need some? We have some. You have one roll. They meted it out. They spread it out. Now, if you want toilet paper, don't rush in there like a douchebag. I need toilet paper. All right. I'm not, and this is even an advertisement for Trader Joe's, but they did do something good. There was much, and this is why I like the management of Trader Joe's and the business model, not necessarily the clientele. Uh, but yeah, man, you want toilet paper? Go to Trader Joe's. Now watch, I'll cause a run on toilet paper at Trader Joe's. But also buy some shit while you're there. Right? My God, did the virus get to Aaron? He's championing Trader Joe's. I had to point it out. Just had you got to tip your hat. Well played, well played indeed. You know, the bad guys occasionally do something good. The Soviets got a rocket up into space before we did. You know, on the backs of twenty-five million dead. <laughs> How do you go from that? You can't even feed your people to, hey, we launched something in outer space. That was pretty impressive. 
can still can't feed the people. See that nice rocket we built? Yeah, can't feed our people, but look at that rocket go. That funny looking bowling ball that looks like coronavirus with the spikes coming out of it. That Sputnik thing? Yeah, we did that. Oh, 50 million people didn't go fed, but we got that thing up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's us. So that is the good news. Let's go into the chat room. Any super chats? Are we good to go? No super chats. All right. Now, do I have to ban somebody? No, it looks like uh, looks like everything's all right here on the Okay, somebody said I had to ban somebody because they're uh, spamming the chat room. Greeny gains. Maybe half of them already did that. I'll keep an eye out for it. Uh, let's go to the news. I know we're not talking about the news, but this is uh, Corona news, but this is so funny. From CARE 11, but it's spelled with a K. See, CARE 11. And yeah, you it's the local news shop. You watch it. We're here for the community, 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 community. Although, now I watch WCCO. Now, here, here's something fun for you guys to do, all right? <clears throat> the weather girl, late night weather girl, our weekend weather girl, uh, Lisa Meadows. So she was on the TV show. You know, you, you watch the TV. And you're like, oh, she does the weather. Husky gal. You're like, ah, she's fr- probably from the Iron Range, local gal. They feed a lot of corn, whatever. Now everyone is down at the they got a broadcast from the home. And so now they go to a different weather girl. I'm like, who's this hot babe? And I swear to God, I don't know what the hell she's doing, but it's the same gal. It's like she dropped 20 pounds and she's super hot all of a sudden. I was like, whoa. So that uh, that's that's WCCO. That's the good. That's the, hey, here's what the fuck is going on. If you got to tune into local news over in the Twin Cities, you go WCCO. If you want the suburbanite, uh, white guilt masturbators, yay for us community. Look, somebody did a hockey thing. Gertrude made a new eco-friendly bag for everyone who shops at Trader. And you go to Care 11, uh, which I, I you could just see me want. Like if I had, hell for me would be going to a fan club meeting at the Care 11. I just would be. But this is the type of article they run. And I'm I'm reading this. If you guys didn't know already, I'm, I don't want any of you, if if I just prevent one person from moving or investing in Minnesota, I've done my job, all right? But And I think I've done a damn good job uh, preventing thousands of you, hundreds at least, from coming here, investing here, living here, taking a job here, whatever. But this is a type of sanctimonious Minnesotan attitude bullshit you're going to run into here, and it's by Carol Levin. Minnesota is doing a grade A job at social distancing, according to a new report. We're just so fucking good here there's a piece of me many years ago and still exists today that i was like you know we could you know chicago's a little populated we arm say two hundred thousand of them and they invade minnesota and take everybody out and then they you know like what was it with the germans like the new the new land when they took over poland it'd be something like that then people learn to drive and they wouldn't be the sanctimonious self dick sucking group of dicks 
States which scored an A grade showed a 40% or greater decrease in average distance traveled, which Minnesota saw 46% drop. See, we got an A, which are such good people. Dozens of people were out on the Lake of the Isles yesterday, Wednesday, and for the most part, people were doing the best to practice social distancing. In a new state report card from the tech company Unicast, Minnesotans were given an A for the social distancing practices. Holy shit. Who's the guy or gal that has nothing else going on in their lives that this was a good expenditure? I'm going to grade all the states about their social distancing. I don't know about the fucking methodology. I don't know how you pulled that off. I Unicast? Social distancing. I'm not even going to link to it. I'm not even going to give them a click. I believe that in the Midwest, we're pretty good rule followers, said Minnesota resident Ellen Butler. Yay, we're such rule followers. That's why this state is a shitty cold Detroit. Unicast, which analyzes GPS location data from smartphones. Oh, there's the methodology. You track changes in average distances traveled since the COVID-19 pandemic hit. Uses that data to determine how well residents have been practicing social distances. Uh, states which scored an A grade showed a 40% or greater decrease in average distance travel, which Minnesota saw a 46% drop. <clears throat> That's it. That's it. There you go. That was being handed around on the Facebooks between self-aggrandizing uh, Minnesotans on my Facebook uh, world there. Oh, sorry. There we go. All right. Uh, CM for 500 yen. That's, that's five bucks. A uh, virus equals critical event to end the boomers influence portfolios threatens afraid to travel internationally fear of getting hospitalized abroad. Nah, it's seriously someone ate a bat. I, that's just, I, this was not created to wipe out boomers. I might end up wiping out boomers, but, uh, Jin Wan Choi. Hey, Cappy, one question. I work as an auto mechanic would, could be laid off soon. Think of getting an IT. Would this be a good move? I don't, I for an old, I know I, there's nothing wrong with being an auto mechanic. I don't see how you're going to be getting laid off. Look, okay, here. Everybody is getting laid off now, except for, oddly enough, podcasting YouTube dipshits like me. Uh, that doesn't mean your profession is bad. Uh, it just means people are going to postpone purchases. And they, well, they can't travel is another thing, too. Um, this is, a. Uh, this is why I want to look at this, uh, 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 recession or crisis, wherever you want to call it. I, I don't view it as a real recession. This is like a hurry. This is a natural disaster. That's what it is. That's the, the term I was looking for. Natural disaster. It doesn't mean something's wrong with the economy. Certainly there's some things wrong with the economy, but not enough to, to cause this kind of recession. And it's just, there's nothing fundamentally wrong with the economy aside from some quips I have with it. Uh, once the natural disaster is over, things will get back to normal. And normal usually means auto mechanics are, are in demand. I think you might find more work or uh, you're in one of the more resilient professions uh, because people, instead of buying new cars, are going to get their old ones fixed. Uh, and I always thought with an auto mechanic, can't you just do – if you get laid off, can't you do that on the side? I'm not against you going into IT. I'm just wondering, okay, fine. So you go into IT. Well, so now you're making, you can maybe start making $25, $30 an hour in IT if you're really good. Well, can't you make $30, $35 as a mechanic? 
The only thing I could see about you going into IT is in anticipation your body's going to give out working manual labor. You want something to do when you're 60. But that the argument there is postpone it until you're like 58. Uh, because if you learn it now, your, your skills are going to atrophy very quickly and be out of date by the time you need to pull on it. I'm not saying don't like learn it for your own sake. You can fix your own computer, install your own operating system, things like that. But um, doing auto mechanic, I would imagine go work somewhere else. Uh, maybe wages are depressed because people are traveling less. That's another thing. There's less travel now, so cars are breaking down less. So that's a, a counter to what I said before <clears throat> about people not being able to, but uh, yeah, that's, you're just gonna, you're just gonna have to hunt. This is why you need savings guys. You need savings. Don't worry. Trump will print off your $1,200 check and that'll get us through it. Everything will be fine. <laughs> oh, so we, so deep, so tired. Uh, no, nah, so I don't, I don't think, if you get like ASC certified, there's any other mechanic certification, I'd go do it and start delving into IT as a hobby, but I wouldn't spend too much more time on it. The competent man, 10 bucks. Do you see, did you see how the CFTC had to bail out Capital One because they had huge losses on oil derivatives by relaxing margin rules? <laughs> no, let's go here. <clears throat> CF. TC bails out Capital One. Honest to God. What is the CFTC? Last Friday, around the time of the quad witching collapse, which sent the SP to levels not seen since Trump inauguration, amid the flurry of headlines bombarding shell stock trade, shell shock traders, was one of a pop up. All right. Uh, Bloomberg blasted the following headline, CFTC providing relief to large U.S. bank active in oil and gas. Why are banks active in oil and gas? This is, I, I think, things like this combined with Trump just, we're going to print off my, I don't, I don't care anymore. I, I really don't. I already didn't really care much. That's why I wrote the book, Enjoy the Decline. But I, I have no, I, it's just, dude, I want to hedge against inflation. That's it. I'm so fucking happy I didn't have kids. So fucking happy. I'm happy that I, I got an interesting career. I don't know if you call it a great career, but it's very interesting when you say that. My, I, I made it to the promised land. Uh, I'm not going to ever be super rich. I'm not going to be rich. I'll be, I'll be comfortable. <clears throat> but I got to spend all this time doing what I wanted to do. And I'm not going to ruin it. Worrying about the solution to everything is put off trillions of dollars. I'm merely going to hedge against it. I got my precious metals. I got my cryptocurrency. I got my piece of property. And I got a stock portfolio. And it's, those aren't even investments. It's all just, just buying shit so that when this money hits the market after we print it off and it goes and reinflates back up, I say, oh, it's not I didn't even make a real gain. I didn't make a real gain. I just kept up with inflation. That's what you younger kids got to realize. I know stocks, very boring. Finance, very boring. Follow hard, money follow. I don't understand compound interest. What do you mean I got to pay it back? I get it. I get it. But what you... I think you are attuned to rent. I think that's the only thing getting through to the younger idiots today is how much you pay in rent, which is egregious. How much you pay in tuition, which is egregious. But gee, where'd you think the money was going to go? We're printing off half a trillion dollars to help out college students pay their college. Oh, so you flooded the college market with half a trillion dollars a year that wasn't going to be there otherwise. I wonder what will happen to tuition prices. 
Oh, you printed off how many trillions? And banks lend out predominantly on real estate to go buy it. And we have artificially low rates. Oh, I wonder where that money's going to end. Oh, did prices go up for housing, including the rents? No shit. Wow. Who knew? And now we're bailing out another bank. I don't care. I just don't care. I have hedged against this as much as I can. There's little additional information to go with the report aside from the CFTC saying it would temporarily exempt the U.S. bank from requirement to register as a major swap participant, even though it's growing energy swaps exposure would technically require it to do so by the end of next quarter. And since the bank was not named, its attention quickly shifted to whatever the next crisis du jour or rather de minute was. However, late last week, Reuters reported citing two sources that the bank was Virginia-based Capital One, best known for questionable retail lending and cheesy credit card commercials, starring Samuel Jackson. So exactly what happened, according to a spokesman for the CFTC, the commodities, oh, commodities regulator, all right, issued a waiver to protect the bank and its energy clients from undue disruption, given the unprecedented market conditions over the past month amid a coronavirus outbreak. Well, fuck that. How about the Saudis and the Soviets going to war over uh, oil? We've actually encouraged all market participants to identify regulatory relief or other assistance, blah, 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 energy prices. How much should we bail them out? There's no numbers here. Uh, bail out of Capital One because the bank announced it was facing a $1 billion margin call. So we build them out on a billion dollars. I hate Samuel Jackson. There's a picture of him right there. Fine actor. I just hate him as an individual. Wow, you the loud-talking 70s shaft black man, huh? Oh, there's a stereotype. Hey, were you the cool black guy white people were allowed to like because you were in, like, you know, movies? Because, yeah. fuck, oh. Cuba Gooding Jr., good actor, uh, great actor, but he's kind of like a Bruce Willis actor, plays the same guy. Denzel Washington, one of my favorite movies, Man on Fire. There, throw up Denzel Washington. Time. I'm afraid you have no more time. Great movie. Man on Fire. Ooh, great movie. If you guys haven't seen that, you're looking for a movie to go watch. You go watch Man on Fire. That's And his art is death. Um, so there we go. What is the CFTC? CFTC. No. CFTC. Commodity Futures Trading Commission. All right, so we bailed them out. What's that under? Uh, Commodity Exchange Authority. Is it under the Commerce Department? Probably, I don't know. doesn't matter. We're all paying for it. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Now all the super chats come in. Hang on, guys. Hang on. Hang on. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, Kevin's here. Uh, should we raise taxes on the rich and cut on middle class? There's nothing really left to, to tax on the middle. Yeah, go ahead. Cut the cut, cut, tax the rich. Sure. No, we shouldn't raise the taxes. How about this, guys? Spend less. Ah, ah, eh, eh. I could, it, it's, uh, it'd be a really, if I ever, you know, if Cappy was ever president, I'd always want to be like, okay, we're cutting back 10% this year. Across the board, can you do it? Can you live on 90% of the welfare? The answer is yes, you could. 
You could, everyone could get by. We could balance the budget, cut the thing. All right, we're, going, we're doing ten percent less, guys. Otherwise, this isn't gonna. Where the budget Oh, shut up! Yes, this is tax the rich more. They're already not investing in 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 uh, factories or companies or businesses. They're just buying back their shares. There's no new creation or real investment going on. They're just buying back shares. Because why the fuck would you invest here if you're going to tax the fucking shit out of them? Uh, working at home, I pretended my internet went out for five hours, down to six pack, and turned my modem back on just in time to miss the meeting. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Meetings. Oh, I've never been to a meeting that was productive. Not one. I remember one time I was at a meeting and I I did the math and the calculation as to how much time and money we were wasting because I added up all the people and I assigned each one like an hourly rate I was expecting them that they'd be making. And then there's the commute time because they had us drive to a bumfuck Egypt to go and sit at this meeting. Just a bunch of middle-aged boomer NBA laden into bro washed up wannabes blathering on. Is the uh, big vice for 97 is the company going to fail because you weren't at the meeting? That is a critical meeting, and your participation was very key. Euro Burns Marsh, five dollars, none of which is going to be able to go to Poke Bowl. None of it. I'm going to celebrate. Oh, I thought about this. Tell me what you guys think about this. If I was President Trump, which I'm not, he's probably the guy that's going to do this. And he should. When this is all said and done, we should have a salt. There should be like a national holiday, like all clear day or something like that. That'd be, that'd be great. I think we should have a, a federal holiday. We got to take another one away though. We don't just keep adding holidays and days off to where it's like the Roman calendar. where like 300 days. There was a holiday in 60 days. Somebody might've worked the slaves predominantly. Uh, yeah, we got it like, like all's clear day or something like that. That'd be so freaking good. That'd be a nice little, Spiritual bump, huh? Optimism, hope. Nah, not going to happen because it's a good idea that can't be had. Euro Burns Marsh for five bucks. Care 11 has virtue signaling back into the call letters. My hometown, Minneapolis, has gone downhill. Cedar Riverside should be on permanent lockdown. Is that where you grew up or you lived? I lived at Cedar Riverside. It's right across the street from uh, the Carlson School Management. Did a lot of patrolling there, too. We The campus goes right up against it. Atham, look it up. And so we'd walk people into the neighborhood, neighbor, neighboring um, neighborhoods. <laughs> Still a little tired. Hang on, guys. The neighboring neighborhoods. You mean by the wet water? Yes. Yes, over there. Uh, and uh, the high, Hard Times Cafe, we'd walk. So it's not that bad of a neighborhood, actually. It's not that bad. I know. I know it gets a bad rap. Because that's where all the Somalis are. But the Somalis have always lived there. It was bad in the 70s and 60s, maybe even the 80s. But then a lot of immigrants moved in. A lot of college students moved in. It, it, that's a true diverse area. That is, if you want to see something unique, I wouldn't recommend touring it. I don't recommend coming to the Twin Cities at all. Remember, there's only Sebastian Joe's, Jack's Cafe, uh, Mancini's, the St. Paul Hotel, and then um, the Fauchet Tower. Prohibition. Those are the only five things you got to maybe Psycho Susie's. I would not go to Cedar Riverside, though. It's it's all right. It's fun, but I, I wouldn't go there. 
David Little for $4.99. Hey, Cappy, should I leave Pennsylvania at this time? Where is a great place to thrive as a single guy? Also, shout out to Black Man's Got Out of Poverty. Yeah, thank you. Can you leave Philadelphia? I thought they were in lockdown. Or maybe that was just residential. All right, look, here, Dave. <clears throat> this is the book you need to get, all right? I'm not just doing this to answer your question because I'm lazy, but there's details in here for the short, relatively short book it is. That for whatever, I don't know, $10.99, whatever you spend on this, you're going to save at least 10 times that on gas, maybe even uh, 30 times that with lodging and gas because it tells you how to figure out where you want to live in the United States. Um, If you got the money and you can leave, that'd be the ideal time to do a road trip. God dang, gas is cheap. And if you got buddies you can crash with, yeah, I'd I'd recommend getting out of uh, Pennsylvania. Um, and no offense, we got a lot of people in Pennsylvania uh, or Philadelphia in general. There's Beckwith, there's Ed Lattimore, uh, there's Vince, uh, Paul Flash Drivestein. Um, yeah, there's there's a fair amount of people out in, in Philly or uh, Phil- uh, Pennsylvania. <clears throat> but I, uh, I, you know, do you have the? If you have the one, yeah, go. That'll be the time to go. Um, should I leave Pennsylvania at this time? I don't know. It depends on if you got a place to go and if you could pull it off all right. If you got the money, sure. Uh, where is a great place to thrive as a single guy? I'll give you – you and I are different guys, all right? Uh, so you may not like some things that I do, vice versa. And uh, the example I always give is you could find the greatest place ever. This is why you have to do reconnaissance, even overseas. Like we could all decide Thailand is a great place with hot chicks and cheap living. All of a sudden, you're allergic to the coconut trees there. Well, you may love the place, but if you're sneezing and hacking up mucus, uh, well, too bad. Thailand's off the list for you. That's why you got to get boots on the ground and actually go to these places. But I, here's here's what I recommend. I love Vegas. Vegas is the number one choice. Okay, And with the housing crisis, or not the housing crisis, but the corona crisis, maybe maybe prices drop a little bit. I don't think housing is going to go down as much as the stock market because it's not as liquid. People got to live <clears throat> somewhere. Um. I also like Denver as long as you're not making too much money and you're still a young man and you want to go have fun. Okay. Denver's a great town. Great town. Um, especially if you can work from home because the traffic sucks. Uh, I also like Phoenix. That's a little hot during summer, but Arizona as a state is wonderful. Phoenix, Phoenix itself is, isn't all that great. It's a great town. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like, oh my God, it's Vegas. It, it, Vegas totally beats Phoenix. But Arizona is just an amazing area where you can hike and get up in the mountains and there's desert and there's cold and there's hot and there's heat. There's scorpions. Golf. A lot of golf. So there's that there. Um, what else? But if you're here on it, now I'll point out another thing because you're an East, East Coaster or East Stater. For whatever reason, people east of the Mississippi, you guys, you guys don't go on the other side of the Mississippi. Very few guys from the East Coast make it uh, to a Denver or, or Texas. Texas is another place. Or uh, you don't make it to the West. You might go to L.A., but you don't you don't check in like Salt Lake City or something like that, which is another good town if you like the cold. Uh, everyone seems to go down south to either Atlanta, the Carolinas, Tennessee, or Florida. Now, if you don't want big open spaces with very little water for whatever reason, there's a it just people on the East Coast don't seem to want to go out to the West side of the country. Uh, maybe there's a cultural draw or cultural reason. Like all the old retired New York guys go down to Florida. All right, they all get the hell out. 
so Florida is a place to go. I like Florida very much. I love Florida. It was like the number two place I was kicking around moving to for warmth. Uh, Tennessee, not as hot and muggy as Florida. They have mountains, but landlocked. Uh, but I really like Knoxville. Knoxville was a nice little town. You're right up against the Smoky Mountains. They're not as as dramatic as the Rockies, but that's something within drive. Dude, that's not that far away. Just drop south a little bit. Check out check out Knoxville. You could easily do that. Some reconnaissance around in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So maybe you don't make it all the way out to the west side, but you can at least check out Knoxville. Um, Atlanta's a zoo. I don't like Atlanta. Maybe a Charleston, Raleigh-Durham I like. Um, it's quaint. It's nice. Uh, what else? Florida's a great place. I check out Florida before it gets too hot. Uh, Tampa and St. Petersburg is my favorite out of all of them so far, but there's still some other places. So that's that's why I do. But, yeah, go read through that book because there's more to – oh, I just hop in the car and go. It's like, no, you got to sleep someplace. You gotta, there's structure. Oh, my goodness. The troll is in the house. Micro Center also limited purchases of PCs and monitors to five per person per visit. This is, ladies and gentlemen, we are we are blessed. We are graced with the presence of the troll. The troll, who is a computer genius and also a race car driver and mechanical genius, um, who makes good money, but the women just don't like because he's he's five ten. We can't go out with. They can't find a man, and this guy stands. He he goes unpicked, unpicked. <clears throat> what was uh hang on i'm gonna post if you needed jungle mrt motor sprts at hickory tech.net all right i put his email in the chat room if you guys are looking for a cheap computer he's selling computers for about 150 bucks don't don't fucking bother him with details, okay? No, the monitor doesn't come with it. Yes, it does include a keyboard and a mouse if you get a desktop, okay? He has laptops, so it's a little bit more expensive. He has Windows 7, Windows 10. I think he even has some Windows XP. Uh, but don't ask him, does this play video games? He's just selling your basic computer for like word processing, internet, that type of stuff. That's all. So if you want a cheap computer, mail to you. Around 150 bucks. There you go. I sent the thing in there. <clears throat> uh, MXWS for 20 Canadian dollars. Wow. My mom now has a serious medical illness. Yes, horrible timing. She barely worked or saved during her life, but she was a loving mom in other ways. How much would you go out of your way to help if you were in my shoes? My mom is a serious. Yeah. She barely worked or saved during her life, but she was a loving mom in other ways. Well, okay. You got to give me a little bit more details. Were your parents, did they stick together? Was she a stay-at-home mom? Did she raise you? I mean, she's a stay-at-home mom. Then, yes, I think you would You would help. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't cripple. Here's the problem is you guys will cripple your lives and your finances to go help out your parents, and then you're of worth to nobody. The very common instance is where mom doesn't want to move out of the house or dad doesn't want to move out of the house. So you give up your $80,000 a year job in Tallahassee or whatever. You move to Schittsville. You, you, now you can't find a job even at the diner. And now you're because you just say, sell the fucking house, mom. You're moving down here with me or you go die in a ditch. You got to be tough with your parents, man. You got to be tough. That I know as a child, you think they're the, the infallible and the fourth amendment, not the fourth amendment, the fourth commandment. Honor thy father and mother, that one, that one needs to be thrown the fuck out. Or at least put on hiatus 
until there's a generation of parents that don't fuck up their kids. Okay. But that there's only nine commandments now for Americans and Westerners. Thou shalt not honor thy father and mother, thy, uh, thy, thy mother and father. If thus thou even knoweth them, if, uh, are typically if douchebags who fucking shouldn't have had you. Okay. If you think it's very dark, go read the book, how not to become a millennial statistics all there. Uh, but if all of a sudden your parents need you, and they didn't stay together till death do us part, sickness, health, rich or poor. Now you, if if your mom, if your mom was a mom, okay, yes, right. But now here's it. This is why I need more details. All right, how long was she a mom for? Oh, she's she was a mom until I got out of the house. All right, how old was she? 48, 49 when you left. Okay, well, what did she do between then? Did she go to school? Did she learn a trade? I, where you would owe it to your ma is if she took care of you, stayed at home. You owe her a little bit. You got to kind of help her out there. If she was a stay-at-home mom. If, But it, that's like, okay, I'll, you helped me out as a child. You were there for me. But if then she sat on her fat ass eating bonbons for the next 20 years, I was like, wait, you should have saved up for retirement. And this is my main co- complaint with boomers. They, they didn't save up for retirement. They knew it was coming, but they didn't save up for retirement. So that's like, yeah, well, you know what? Okay, Ma, you could come down here, all right? But you're selling the house, and you're doing fucking chores, okay? Uh, you know, or we get you a little. You're doing what I say. You didn't, but if your mom did it all right, uh, she was a stay-at-home mom. She loved you, cared for you. She put you above her herself and her career, which wipes out the vast majority of them. Um, and then after the family left, like if she was a stay-at-home a housekeeping uh, woman, like the husband went out and worked, and then. Your dad died or your dad, you know, left or whatever. Yeah, then you better help out your mom because your mom did her end. But if it's, well, I just raised my kids. But then I la, 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 along, you know, well, uh, catch me. Eh. But if she was, you know, if your parents were never married, they got divorced while you were a kid, fuck no. Nope. I would, you would, you help out your mom. As much as she helped out you, I guess that's the way. To, and you got to realize you cannot sacrifice your income earning potential. That's the big one. That's where everyone fucks up. Dad will move out of the house. I got to quit my. No, now you can't help anybody. You give them an ultimatum. Move here and you're going to support. Not just, oh, come here and live off me. You're going to support me any way you can. I do not have the fucking time to babysit you. Right? I got to go make my own damn money. If I got to help, you better be you better be cleaning or something. But um, she barely worked. Oh, she barely worked or saved her in life, but she was a loving. Yeah. Well, what's the other ways? Was she a mom or not? I guess that's, I need more info. <clears throat> Oops. Hang on. Let me get back. Let me get through all these. Molinar Andras Sandor, could you explain the repo crisis we recently uh, had? No, I can't. I didn't. I didn't pay attention to it at all. Uh, I'm not being facetious. I, I didn't. Uh, the guy you want to tune into, let me tell you, since I can't answer your question, let me tell you where to go. Go to blackbrigade.org. Uh, DT covers that in detail. He was on top of that one like that. I, I know nothing about it because I don't care if we bail out people anymore. I just don't care. Um, <clears throat> I And the reason I don't care and it's not bothering me as much is because I'm going to go back and get my revenge in spades by cashing in on that. I, f- I think I've figured out, I've reversed the genome type or the, 
the DNA of the human mind. I know exactly what they want. I'm going to give it to them. Uh, so I'm going to go back and get my money. I don't view it as working. It's like, I'm going to go back and take my money from these assholes who stole it from me. So yeah, go go to blackbrigade.org. Half dollar one for $2.99. I'm, gonna, I'm going ghoul on this market CSV site. Good. I don't know what that means. Uh, MXWS also she treated dad really badly and they are separated. Even then he is broke too. So I'm the only one that can help. Well, why did you, okay, she, tra- she broke up. No, then you don't owe any, no. Was your dad treating your mom badly? And that's why she treated him badly? No, or did she just, she's just a bitch and treated him badly. Well, then no, mom, mom destroyed the family. You know, you shouldn't have been, oh, fuck it. If you're not going to stay married, then don't have children. Ah. <clears throat> I don't know. You got you got to come up with more sales point as to what your mom did for you as a mother, as a supporting, loving mother, than just, well, she did some good things. Was she a mom? Was she a good wife? Did she help out the family? No? Well, then fuck it. Kevin McComer for two bucks. The GOP plan screws middle class and helps the rich. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> Kevin, do you even think, like, I, do you know how, how many million, literally, probably billions of times that's been said? You haven't looked at the plan. And it doesn't help out the, if, if I recall, like, if you make too much money, you don't get a refund. There's no thought, Kevin. I'm glad I, I read your shit because you pay me, but there's not an ounce of intelligence or even truth to that. Euro Burns Marsh <clears throat> for five bucks. I take you don't believe in modern monetary theory or the magic money tree. Meetings or minutes are taken, hours are wasted. <laughs> no, someone explained modern monetary theory to me. And um, it was, if I recall correctly, it was basically. Marxist, leftist, socialist people who didn't want to work for a living, who were also economists that just wanted to believe in bullshit. I forgot what it's I'm sure at the at the bottom of it, at the end of it, all economics can be boiled down to, same as politics, can be boiled down to some simple things. I'm lazy and I want people to give me money. I don't want to work hard. Other people should work hard so I can live off of them. Yeah, it's bad other people have to work harder, but better them than me. That's all of economics. That's all it is. This and, and most of economics nowadays is this facade, faux, academic study like all the social sciences to obscure and obfuscate and come up with rationalizing. Oh, I see. We have a theory. Well, according to the law of, hey, according to the law of my suck my dick, it's like, it's like Paul Krugman. Paul, just say you want other people's money, all right? Just say you want socialism because it makes you popular. That's all of Paul Krugman's arguments. I want to be popular and liked and to make money at the New York Times by telling people and giving them a rationalization using this bogus made-up social science to say, here, this is why we're entitled to other people's money. Just, just cut through that bullshit. Yes, I want other people's money, and I want to advocate that policy so I'm popular, I have a professional, and people like me. That's it. And I recall modern monetary theory when you get, it was like, oh, we could put off more money and everything would be fine. It's been years. It's been years. Again, I'm not paid to study economics anymore, but there's nothing really to study. Spend hours going through all this research and data and like, what's the, the Phillips curve? What did And you find out, oh, it was a temporary correlation. It's bullshit. <sighs> Huh. 
All right, that it. We're done with that. Boom, boom, boom. Just want to make sure we're not missing out on anything. Yep. Scrolling back down. Uh, here we go. From Adage, this was originally on Bloomberg. And if you want to click and read it, it says, you have to subscribe. Oh, to enrich the guy who wants to take away my guns and tax me more. I got to subscribe to old school media. Mm, no. But we found a place on the internet that offers it for free. Uh, bosses are buying, panic buying, spy software to keep tabs on remote workers. You boomer bosses can't die quickly enough. It's just one of the, the lengthier chapters in how not to become a millennial. If you hate boomers, I str- just for that chapter alone, it's, called, it's on the boomer bosses. And it is about six times longer than the other boomer chapters. I think you guys would really enjoy it. It'd feel very good. Uh, it's perfectly legal for businesses to keep an unblinking eye on employees as long as they disclose they're doing it. <clears throat> The email came from the boss. We're watching you, it told Axel's financial employees working from home. We're capturing your keystrokes. We're logging the websites you visit. Every 10 minutes or so, we're taking a screenshot. So get to work or face the consequences. I'm not against that kind of cracking down of the whip. We have seen individuals taking unfair advantage of flexible work arrangements by essentially taking vacations. Gregory Garibrantz, the online bank CEO, wrote March 16th, message reviewed by Bloomberg News. Are they getting the work done? Just wonder if they're getting the work done. If daily tasks are completed, workers will be subject to disciplinary action up to including termination. Yeah, if your tasks aren't getting completed. So what does it tell you? Fire them. You know, why is it us responsible people have to fuck? If This is just no different than school. We're going to play to the lowest common denominator. Uh, Phipps Johnson, who who's an alcohol baby and uh, majored in liberal arts, can't do jack fuck all shit. Okay. And and uses his uh, made-up mental illness of being bipolar to treat everyone like crap. You have to have him come to school because you have to have him come to work because he barely is that profitable for you. And then if Fip Johnson is there, well, then everybody has to be there because <clears throat> what will happen is the Fip Johnsons of the office say, why does Aaron Cleary get to work from home? Because uh, he's smarter than you. He worked faster and more efficient than you, and he could get his fucking shit done. And that's part of his agreement. See, you oh no, now everybody has to come into work. And we because of Fip Johnson and complaining Karen and Baron Karen, we all have to force the remaining 80% of the employees to come in. We have to ruin their families, we have to inconvenience them. The policy should be you're working from home. If you take advantage of it, we will find somebody else to work from home. You fire them, you get by with less. They're not doing their task. Don't think you want to work. But no, we're going to put spy. This is no difference in, than Google censoring. You're going to spend how much on resources? Look, decide. Either ban everybody or have an open platform. But don't fuck around wasting billions in labor costs trying to edit every possible fucking video that comes across your, your platform here. Oh, no, we got we to gotta make, we got to do it the hard way. Straight up big brother, perhaps, but it's perfectly legal for businesses to keep an unblinking eye on employees as long as they have schools are doing it. Of course, digital surveillance has been in use for years in office desktops, yet it seems a violation of privacy to a lot of workers when they're required to have software on the computer that tracks every move of their home. Yeah, that's why your company should be providing you with another computer. Yeah, you want Okay, work computer. 
we can't afford a work. Oh, you can't afford a work computer, but you're going to spend $500 a month in rent for my little cube, huh? Because we're in the downtown district. Workers at various companies complained of excesses, but many of them are now telecommuting with its temptations of midday naps or demands of children out of school. Employers justify going full or, full or well by saying that monitoring curbs security breaches. Oh, sure. <clears throat> okay. Which can be expensive and keeps the wheels from, of commerce turning. Shut up. Yeah, because uh, Bob Bobson out there uh, doing his TPS reports, that's, that's some serious like corporate espionage bullshit, right? We can't let those go public. Uh, with so many people working remotely because of the coronavirus, surveillance software is flying off the virtual selves. Companies have been scrambling, says Brad Miller, CEO of InterGuard, a maker of surveillance software. They're trying to allow their employees to work from home, but trying to maintain a level of security and productivity. In a statement, Axos spokesman Gregory Frost says that the enhanced monitoring of at-home employees we implemented will ensure that these members of our workforce who work from home will continue to meet the quality and standards that are expected from all workers. Frost declined to comment on whether Garabrantz, one of America's top paid CEOs in 2018, is subject to same monitoring when he works from home. <laughs> ba ba da ba da boo uh, Active Act. Act tracks inbound requests have tripled in recent weeks, said CEO Rita Selvagi. Terramind, another one. It's not because of a lack of trust, says Miller, who compares the software to banks using security cameras. It's because it's imprudent not to do it. I can honestly say as a hub staff user that I actually like the monitoring and productivity features. I I promise, says Courtney Cavey, the firm's chief marketing officer. So my personal advice is to use it as an advantage, as a way to prove to your manager that you're capable of working autonomously. Yes, Courtney Cavey. Hang on. Who's Courtney Cavey? Obey. Obey. I'm a good little corporate card. Project management. So, oh, yeah, here we go. <clears throat> Project manager. Uh, oh. Creative digital marketer. I help technology companies identify the solutions customers want to make their lives easier, more efficient. Then manage projects and lead multiple teams to make that happen and communicate to consumers. You experience highly driven market with proven track record, blah, blah, blah. Oh, God. I'm just reading through this shit, like how people... Resumes are already pretty much shit, but when you're a marketing person and you put this on your resume, marketers' resumes are just horrible. Streamlining synergies to help out the community in these times of need. Hub staff allows users to view their activity range and aim to beat it, KB said. Most monitoring can be customized, so not all employees are tracked in the same way. Employers go too far if their monitoring software remains active outside of work hours, said Stacy Hawkins, a professor at Rutgers Law School. <clears throat> just say no please god dear god great and merciful corona chen please grant the millennials and gen zers the strength and the self-respect to tell their gen x and boomer bosses fuck no i'm telecommuting you don't need me at the office and may thy usher in a new and great economic revolution blah 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 So there you go. Marie Sacedo.
two dollars. Just grab a millennial nursing home of the future. Oh God. I uh <clears throat> when I was a kid, my old man worked at nursing homes and he dragged us through. And I don't know if it's still the same way, but different floors had different levels of sanity. The first floor area was like assisted living. Second floor, <clears throat> I think nursing home, but they still had it. Third floor, they were losing it. And fourth floor was full-blown psycho. And as a little kid, everyone thinking you're their grandchild. Oh, no. That's why I have a living will. That's why there's the Smith & Wesson Retirement Program. Oh, all you Christian trad cucks out there. Oh, suicide is against Christianity. I'm not Christian. Daniel Byrne. Does anything, does any logic perviate you at all? Um, so the, let's see. <clears throat> it's going to be very, very expensive. By the time the millennials are in nursing home age, nearly all of healthcare will be free. So it'll be shit especially nursing homes. Um, unless the economy, long-term structural GDP growth increases, it's, the money's not going to be able to be there. We're also going to be importing a ton of immigrants um, who may not have the claim. I, I worked at HCMC uh, as a security guard. And um, this isn't necessarily, this is an immigrant's fault. This is just shows you uh, if, if we don't clean up our act here, uh, there were cockroaches all over the place. Cockroaches in a hospital, right? Uh, this also happens where immigrants will move in from a country and they'll have eggs in their bags from cockroaches. And all of a sudden, here's a, an apartment complex that was fine. Now it's got cockroaches. Uh, we've lower standards for people who are not white uh, and female. That's going to bode very ill uh, for millennials in the, in the nursing home industry. Uh, to be fair and honest, uh, a disproportionate number of the healthcare workers are immigrants because they're going to take the fucking job. So there's a positive there. They're at least willing to work. But uh, no, I'm thinking with how we've lowered standards um, and we're going to import uh, a bunch of immigrants who may not have the same standards of living. I'm talking health and cleanliness. Um, and you guys will brainwash and train people to hate uh, hate yourselves. They hate you. Um, yeah, there might. There, I'd expect abuse to go up. Maybe not. <clears throat> Maybe the the immigrant uh, labor force, which disproportionately is is filling up the roles of bedpan operators, because you all oh, that's beneath you guys. I don't know. Maybe it, it it could be good. These may have they may have better hearts. But I think with millennials, what fifty years from now, you've lowered standards. You will further divide people along race, migrant, native, or not. Um, you guys are are setting up your own funeral. I I uh, I see cockroaches. I see bedpans not being changed. Um, this is why I got a living will. This is why I got the the Smith and Wesson retirement program. I'm not going to stay. Fuck millennial nursing home. I'm not staying in a Gen X nursing home. I saw the boomer. I saw the 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 silent Gen nursing home. Oh fuck no, no nursing home. Mm -mm. What is the Fed buying Rio Champagne? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Student loans. Look at the balance sheet. Let's take a look at the Fed balance sheet. March 18th. Oh, big spike. 
Biggest spike since the Great Depression. Fed's balance sheet. I want recent trends. I want to just give me the damn balance sheet. Interactive guide. Just give me the balance sheet. Where's the fucking balance sheet? You know what? I'm just going to do an image search. All right. All I got is charts. I don't know. They're buying up. They're buying up mortgages. I don't know what they do. Look it up. Go to federalreserve.gov. <clears throat> For two dollars, that's all I'm gonna do. I'm caught up. Um. Oh, and here's some happy news. Would you guys like some happy news? This is the happy. This is a happy show. It's good morning, Corona Chan. Here's some happy news. Originally written from BuzzFeed or maybe CNN. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Hundreds of journalists are being laid off right when the public needs them the most. Written by. Carrie Flynn, CNN Business. Let's look up Carrie Flynn to see if this worthless, no good fuck ever had a real job. <clears throat> All right. Now, he works for CNN. He should have a ton of Twitter followers. Oh, it's a girl. And she does one of those annoying puppy dog face merges on her picture. She has 27,000 followers. Look at that. She's in New York. How much you want to bet she didn't major? You know, oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Yep, that's what I expect. Full bio. Reporter New York. She was a reporter at DigiDaily, investigating marketers at uh, tech companies, reporter at Mashable, covering tech giants, Silicon Valley, written for IB Times, HuffPost, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> grew up Massachusetts graduate Harvard. She started environmental policy wrote for the Harvard Crimson. And this is a completely worthless person. I guarantee you most of her positions are not paid. I doubt she's paid at CNN. And oh my God, someone who's never worked a real fucking job in her life is now saying she's necessary. Kelly, I, I can't even, I can't even talk to you because you're just, there's there's millions of drones like you. There's millions of worthless journalism majors who just nobody wants to pay you because you offer nothing of value. You've been you're part of the lies. You have an agenda. Shut the fuck up. Take your 24-year-old ass or whatever it is. Just go the fuck away. Just shut the fuck up. The whole world is wrong, right? The public needs you guys the most? No, the public doesn't need you. You guys have lied the entire time. But, oh, let me guess, we're wrong, right? Society is wrong. Kelly's right. <clears throat> 2020 was supposed to be a brand new year for digital media. BuzzFeed, Group 9, and Vice each indicated that this year would be profitable. A long, elusive... You're not profitable. Dude, you have the new media, and you guys aren't even profitable. Like, the boomers are gone. Time Magazine, the physical publications are gone. And here you guys are. The Wild West, you still can't make a go at it. A long, elusive goal for an industry bedeviled by diminishing ad dollars. But no one could have predicted that the global health crisis would hit just as business was picking up. BuzzFeed CEO, that's not, that's not journalism. 
That is a tabloid. It's bullshit. Vice is the same thing. Jonah Peretti told staffers in a memo this week that the company had been knocked off track because of the coronavirus. Did we save cash? Oh, you don't have cash. Though we are well on track to be profitable this year, the impact of the coronavirus on the global economy will almost certainly cause the company to lose money even as we take a rep. Instituted pay cuts for those of you that are paid and scaled back on traveling and hiring. According to the memo, which attained by the Peretti, will not take a salary for the rest of the year. Well, that's good. Personally, I'd rather lose money than lose colleagues. Jane Litaventko, senior reporter at BuzzFeed News, tweeted, uh, a record sharing 3.3 million Americans filed for unemployment. Trap out of, uh, yeah, here's, here's what I don't get. How are you guys laying people off with this traffic boom in the coronavirus world? CNN Business Report on Sunday that at least 100 people in local newsroom in the U.S. lost their jobs in March. By Friday, the number shot up to 300 people. Oh, my God, 300 people are laid out. Fuck, fuck bartenders. Fuck servers and wait staff. Fuck baristas. Fuck them who actually do a real job. Fuck them. Little Precious Kelly and her make-believe wannabe of a brigade of journalism fucktards. Oh, they might they might have to what? Get real jobs too? <clears throat> we can't write about ourselves and lie to the American public about what we want to see happen. BuzzFeed avoided laid off through salary reductions, but that strategy isn't being implemented elsewhere. Future PLC, which owns Laptop Meg, Tom's Guide, Live Science, and other publications none of you have ever heard of is planning to lay off at least nine employees out of 59 in the U. Oh, you see what self-serving sanctimonious bullshit? This isn't like Ford laying off an entire factory. You know, and the entire town goes into, into a state of disarray. This is, hey, we're laying off a dozen people across the country, and uh, these spoiled little rich kids from the suburbs might have to go get real jobs. They might have to look into the mirror and realize, like, increasing numbers of people do as we are quarantined, like, I'm worthless. Yes. Yes, you are journalism majors. Yes, you are journalists. You are worthless. You have no value. If you're actual journalists in the traditional sense, well, then maybe you bring some information. Maybe you bring some value. Maybe you'd be reporting on the truth. But you're all propagandists. You're all liars. You're all bunch. Of, and it's so sad because you're all leftists. It's not like you're independent people all trying to, like you actually had an independent thought and like there's just as many libertarian propagandized journalists as there are communist propagandized journalists, as there is environmentalist, as there is, I don't know, uh, there's no diversity in your thought. You're all leftists. Fuck you. Fuck you. We don't need to hear what you, we, you've said it before. You've said, since Eleanor Clift, look her up. That's how old you all are. You're saying the same fucking shit, but maybe you got an earring or a nose ring. Oh, edgy. Eleanor Cliff at least dressed appropriately and presented herself to the public, even though she was constantly complaining that she should get other people's money. This facade, this joke that you guys are somehow a profession or you're professionals and you're vital. That's rich that you're vital to, to society. You are garbage. You are worse than garbage. You have lied to everybody for so long that this, when this thing came up, people were like, okay, media, whatever. You've lost the faith of the American. Didn't BuzzFeed, didn't they get sued by Hulk Hogan? Or was that something else? BuzzFeed, Vice. You guys are putting these up as fucking bastions of journalism. Suck an AIDS-infected dick, okay? 
Marshall Honoroff, editor, blah, 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 company negotiation. I'm being paid. I have health insurance. I have access, but I do not have a firm idea when I will have to leave at this point, even if I'll have to leave. Honoroff told CNN, I certainly hope not. Uh, how much are you guys that got like a side job just in case? Did that occur to you? No. Dreams follow honey, mark, money, heart, fart. There's a concern across the board, both in the unit and outside of it, that management does not understand the consequences of some of the layoff days proposed. Let's say, yeah, the consequences is they can get your shit for free anywhere. The consequence is that you have, look, even I admit, look, it's okay to admit your industry is failing. During the housing crisis or the buildup to it, I've said, there's too many damn banks. There's too many damn small community banks, of which I work for one. The bank I work for should have been closed. It got bailed out instead, but it should have been closed. I'm willing to admit it. You guys are holding on to this, this dinosaur, this dead appendage of, of the, the new economy that serves no function anymore. Even if you were to do research and do real journalism, which takes work, by the way, uh, <clears throat> there's too many of you, way too many. I mean, not like I'm um, Reagan, whatever you want. Cernovich, Mike Cernovich actually does investigative journalism and reports that he, he blew up the Jeffrey Epstein case. What do you guys do except for every day in, day out, bitch and whine for more of other people's money? Fuck you, Kelly. Guarantee if I look through your shit, it's all, oh, we need other people's money. Oh, we care about the environment. Oh, how fucking unique. Oh, look, an empty sheet of paper is about as exciting and insightful as you. <clears throat> That's not you, Kelly. That's the thing. I don't want to take this out personally, Kelly. It's all because they're all Kellys. They're all NPCs. You are. You are a mindless fucking robots. You're not smart. You're not intelligent. You're not unique. You're boring. You're common. Um, uh, the sad twist about these layoffs and restructurings that they came just as the public was hungry for information about the pandemic. Don't worry. We're getting, we're getting information just fine. Just fine. But there are now fewer journalists to provide vital information about really, really, were you going to go provide it? I, I don't know. I think we're getting pretty good information. We don't need you. The free market has sprung up. There are so many websites now offering data and statistics on coronavirus. We don't need you, Kelly. Traffic is up for many sites and TV ratings have increased as people stuck at home watching the news. Yeah, tell me about it. People tune into the uh, Good Morning Corona Chan podcast and the Clary podcast and the Older Brother podcast, which you can find going to youtube.com slash older brother. That's my other channel. Let's say there's written a number of coronavirus news stories and explainers, including one titled, Can Homemade Masks Protect You from COVID-19? What will we do without Letster? How what will we do without this guy? Hey. Will homemade masks? I don't know. I bet you the Mayo Clinic already has it on there. <clears throat> uh, future executives did not respond to multiple requests for comment. With CNN Business described the urgency to the company's phone operator. She said she was among those to be laid off. Vox Media, which reported a profit last year, has not announced layoffs or pay cuts yet. Oh, this is Vox Day. Chairman and CEO Jim Bankoff told staff and that adjustments would need to be made according to a company memo obtained by CNN. Look, here's what's happening. To you leftists out there. These guys are in it to make money. Obstensibly leftist or not. And now they're realizing, kind of like YouTube, like, well, we don't have to pay our content creators. They don't have to pay you. You'll do it for free. Because it's your passion. It's always been my dream to change lives and change the world to work with that and I think that I'd be good to raise voices and concern and raise awareness of being a journalist. 
oh yeah, you're not a dime a dozen. And we just can't fucking like, hey, I'll give you 25 cents for that article you wrote on your fucking no-name blog to, fat, to put it here. Oh. The head of Geo Media, the company formerly known as Gizmodo Media Group, which owns Deadspin, Jezebel, and Jalopnik, okay, sent a dire email to his staff this week with the subject line, Brace for Impact. Oh, oh, Jeze- Jezebel, we've gone, remember, this is why I click on, you got to follow who the journal, who the writers are, okay, guys? You got to go and look them up. See, they got their 10,000 Twitter followers with a big media company behind them. They're not really paid. You look through all their part-time bullshit. They list thousands of places they've written, but not made a quarter of uh, income writing newspaper or, or news articles for them. <clears throat> you look where they graduated. You look at the shitty degree. You realize they got a shit ton of debt and they're living in New York and they got to be living off of hubby, the government, daddy, or all three. And je- that it's, it's no different than the dude bro, ba- you know, businessmen that uh, came to banking acting like they were rich. rich. Then you look at the balance. You're like, Oh, you poor as fuck. This will not be an easy nor fun period for our company, let alone just about any other companies with our dynamics. CEO Jim Spanfellow wrote in an email, which was obtained by CNN Business. I'm sure you have been following the news. Ba 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 da ba. Freelancers left in the lurch. Oh no! As newsrooms seek to cut costs, some have eliminated their freelance budgets. California freelancers were already struggling after the state law. Oh, isn't it wonderful when leftists uh, uh, eat their own? Went into effect in January. They restricted their output output to 35 submissions a year per outlet. California, shitty state, shitty state with lots of traffic, lots of traffic, lots of traffic. You have the state government, Democrats, Democrats, shoved so far up your ass that they are regulating the number of articles you can write. I love people who try and defend California. It's just, no, stay there. Stay there. You you have fun. Reminds me of the girl who was like defending uh, the homeless who shit in front of people's apartments now. At least you have a home. You should be thankful. I'm like, where does she live? Oh, she lives in San Francisco. She gets to step up. She has convinced herself that her politics are so important that she has now lowered her life to stepping over other people's shit. She will tolerate other people shitting on her property. Oh, oh, let's go. We'll keep scrolling up here. Da, 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 da. I don't want to. Let me let me get an anchor here so this that it won't scroll down anymore. Uh, prompted Vox Media to part ways with hundreds of its California-based freelancers. Hey, you're all for all that socialism, great. The stress has only increased in the wake of coronavirus. As freelancers are limited not only by newsrooms' budgets but also by the lack of company-sponsored health insurance, oh, maybe you could go get jobs. See, writing is like a passion, so you should have it. I wonder I wonder if there's a book that goes into great detail about jobs versus passions and hobbies. I wonder. Uh, on March 17th, Vice published a story by Cleo Chang. Oh, she's one of my favorites. About the perils she could have faced as a freelancer had Vice not recently hired as a full-time writer. <gasps> Ooh. Tell me more. All this navel-gazing slop. It's all journalists are. 
Can't write, you can't go do any investigative journalism. You're not going to report facts. You're just going to propagandize. And with the rest of the time, you navel gaze like a women's studies department and masturbate as to how great journalists are. Let's look up Cleo Chang. How much you want to bet she's a big time? And I wonder if she's going to have the exact same thoughts and ideas as anyone else. Twitter, do we have a lot of followers? 9,000. How communism works. <laughs> she's a communist. Oh, wow. She wants other people's money too. The Nation, The Intercept. I don't know if these are all. Vice. She ain't making money. Uh, Monica Castillo, a freelance film critic and writer. Oh, because there's not enough of those to go. Until CNS business, she start receiving emails, small and meat size, all that she frequently contributed about freezing budgets. It's weird that so many things are changing in the movie industry. There's no way to cover it. Monica Castillo. You know, you only you know, there's these two guys called Cisco and Ebert, and they kind of covered it for the whole nation back in the day. I don't think we need millions of 16,000. That's not bad. These aren't bad, but you guys all work for like media companies. How come I have just as much, almost as much? <clears throat> she reviews. Oh, she works for NPR. So more of my money goes there. You're not a strong, independent woman. You're not. You need my tax dollars. Local papers furloughing. Local. Why do we have local papers? There's no... So good news. Good. I know the arrogance and the cockiness of their attitude is like, God, they think they're really entitled to our money. Like that's literally what NPR is. You're entitled to have this hobby of being a journalist. And so you're going to go work at NPR. There's not the demand for it. You wouldn't be. Well, some, there's some project. NPR does have some shows that would stand on their own. <clears throat> but if you're getting laid off, there's nothing wrong with society. If people don't go see, what was it? The Jokerette movie. Harley Quinn, whatever. If people don't go see it, it's not society's fault. If people didn't go see female Ghostbusters or Ocean's Eleven or Nine or whatever, it's not society's fault. You're serving a product that nobody wants. You're serving a shitty product. But the whole world's got to bend over to employ the Kellys of the world or the Monicas. <clears throat> Adriano Ramos for two Australian dollars. Will Corona kill feminine? No, no, no. The government has already made its intention very clear. We're going to put off $3 trillion. Do, do we have to go over this again? In the olden days, there was a social contract. Men would go and take the brunt of things and do the majority of the taxing and the toiling and the work and the risky behavior and shit. And they would provide for the women and the children that they sired. Women would support the husband, raise the kids, keep a home. Now that has changed. The role of men has been supplanted by the government. Women do not need, I literally, women do not need men anymore. They don't, okay? Uh, they are provided for by the government. Maybe not in opulence as well, and wealth as like, you know, some investment banker who lives on Lake Minnetonka in the Wiseze. But but your food, clothing, and shelter, and your kid, your little, your, <laughs> as Turd Flinging Monkey calls them, crotch fruit. <laughs> your crotch fruit it's all taken care of <clears throat> women have no vested incentive for men anymore none they don't need you all right 
They have pretty much everything taken care of at a base level. They're not going to be driving Ferraris around, but they're taken care of. And that's enough. That's enough. So now this puts in a a price ceiling. No, price floor. Puts in a price floor that you can't go below. You got to be this much or better, guys. You got to be above the floor. And so they'll go and have flings and they'll date and they'll date the top 20% because that's what they, they don't need a guy. So now it's like, well, the traits of a good man are not that the good. We don't need a good man. I want a hot man. There is no need for a good man. The government takes a good man would take care of me and I would appreciate it, but the government's got that care for now. So now I go to the, the second objective since the first one has been met. And that is why I want somebody who's hot and good looking, like, you know, I'm physically attractive. We could physically protect the children. A prestige, you know, so prestige has become much more, you know, oh, he doesn't have a college degree. Um, but, but it's not until government checks go away and men and women need each other. Uh, no. And, and we've seen that there's a temporary lull. There's a temporary lull where young women, old women, we're adjusting. That's where we had that kind of wave of, of, hey, how's it going? How's things? You know, girls coming back from your past, checking in on you. Um, but once they find out, oh, here's government aid, here's, here's some charity, here's some assistance. They, they'll go. And then when the coronavirus goes away, things will go back to normal. Don't worry. The trillions of dollars of investment and investing and, and brainwashing and propagandizing and telling people what to think and, and molding society where you don't need the, you don't need men anymore. You don't. And women are careers and that, that infrastructure is still there, right? This temporary, it could go a year. Corona chain could last a year. That's not enough to undo or unlodge. Uh, we'll go back. <clears throat> we'll go back. Uh, no, so don't. I don't know, Adriano. H- has a ton of women just come up there with a, a pan of cookies? That happened to my grandpa. My grandpa was a bachelor when he died. Um, and he was in good shape. He was a good-looking man, too. And he lived in a small little, smallish town. Very Mayberry-like. Very mayberry and I didn't understand as a little kid, but all these old gals would keep bringing them food and homemade goods and baked cookies. We didn't, and they loved us. And, and like they were trying to get my my grandpa. They were trying to get my grandpa. They were trying to get a little get a little bit of the grandpa D. That's what they were trying to do. That's not. <laughs> that's fifty forty years ago for me, and that's a generation that's a hundred years old by now. So no, it, it that's not going to happen. Uh, Aunt B is not showing up with cookies. MXWS for five Canadian dollars. You made a lot of good points about my mom, Cappy. Thank you. I'll do what I can without sacrificing my income potential. She could sell her house first. Yeah, she sells her house. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd still need more to give you know thumbs up or thumbs down in the Coliseum. Hound Dog for 10 bucks. Not sure if you saw it, but there was a bunch of Twitter leftists getting mad at Mark Zuckerberg for doing, oh gosh, for donating 25 million. Okay, is this like, um, Another leftist tycoon, Jeff Bezos, where he donated $100 million and people were still bitching and whining towards Corona virus initiative because it was only 0.045 of his net worth. That, yes. Guys, it's not only that leftists have to live off of other people's money. This is all they have in life is their virtue signaling. This is their only value. I call it the millennial. You guys really got to get this book. Okay. <clears throat> this is philosophy. I talk about the millennial political religion, where if you're the average millennial, especially now in uh, crisis times, 
you have nothing else but your politics. You majored in dumb shit. Uh, really, and it's not a coincidence that they all have leftist politics. You know, the Kellys and the Karens of the world all have leftist politics and journalists because that's it. They're not getting paid. They're not doing anything productive for society. And they're so lazy, they're not going to. They're not going to learn a skill or a trade that's worthwhile. They're not going to work hard and sacrifice. They're certainly not going to invest in other people, be it a, a husband or a wife or their children. The number one thing is their politics. And so not only do they have no money because they're lazy, no good fucks, they get viscerally pissed off uh, when, quote, a leftist <clears throat> only donates 0.045% of his net worth. And it also shows you something here as well. To show you just how truly ignorant, let's, to, let's talk about liquidity. Do you really think Mark Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos have $100 billion? They say, oh, their net worth is $100 billion. That's what they're worth. You really think they got $100 billion in cash laying around? No. The lion's share of the money is invested in uh, Facebook stock, and in Bezos' case, Apple, uh, not Apple, uh, Amazon stock. All right? And if they wanted to, like Bill Gates, Bill Gates just can't dump all of his micro. Bill Gates is worth $70 billion. He can't just go and dump Microsoft shares all in one shot at that price. They'd have to meet it out very slowly. <clears throat> and if word ever got out that the CEOs were selling their shares, that the stock price would crash. So this is a very uh, theoretical, academic, not real number of what is their, their net worth. And yes, it is their net worth, but good luck getting that money out of the market. There's not enough liquidity for it. And so these, these hypocrites, these ignorant fucks, this shows you just how pathetic people these, they are. They're, I'm not saying because I disagree with them. This is, you're talking truly ignorant people. They don't know something about liquidity. Bill, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bates, they just can't liquidate their shit. Who's going to buy it? I got $40 billion of Microsoft shares. Who wants it? it, it, it who? That's a takeover. You know, and... Mark Zuckerberg could donate $25,000. Not twenty five. he could donate $25,000. That's more than any of these assholes complaining about are. They're really that ignorant. They're just, they're just, they're scum. They're, you wonder why I hate humans here? They're, they're imminently hateable. $1.99. All caps for Cappy. Thank you, Mr. Hermongo. Oop, skipped it. Here Ryan Boyle for two British pounds. Will you visit the UK in the future, Captain? I not really. After what they did to uh, Count Dankula and just some of the articles, I I don't think I'd even be let in. To be truthful, they they run a background check, and and I I just don't care. I wasn't a big fan of visiting the UK anyway. The traffic, not the traffic. The weather looks like shit. Um, maybe I go to Ireland, but that's back when I thought, oh yeah, we have some. You know, family back there, we don't. Um, that whole Northern European, I don't, mm -mm, no, no. I, I'll go Southern Europe if I have to. I like Southern Europe. Um, but I'm not, I have no, and especially now. It's just so cucky. I don't care to see a bunch of fucking ballless eunuchs running around that used to be, you know, the global superpower. The, the power that held off the Germans with some amazing fighter pilots. And I go walk there and like, oh, <clears throat> The K stands for cuck in the UK. All right. The bearded Nemophilus. Hey, for five bucks. Still a producer churning out heavy truck parts during this thing. Hooray, defense of the uh, Department of Defense contract. 
enjoy this for the Poke Bowl fun. I can't. There's nowhere. The Poke Bowl place is closed. I can't get Poke Bowl. It goes to uh, the Nieces Sugar Fund, uh, my cigar fund, and the truck gas fund. Even the gas is dirty. There's a lot left over in this fund when I go and spend. I'm not even spending half this money. <clears throat> I, I mean, I will go to, I don't know. I guess I got to furnish the new place. I've always had used furniture. And I'm not going to get expensive furniture. Holy shit, you look at furniture. Furniture is very expensive. Um, I, uh, I'm i looking at Ikea because it's the type of furniture. And I'm, I have so little traffic. Like, That's not going to last with the traffic. What traffic? I don't have kids. No, no one visits me in a major metro area. They're not going to visit me out in the middle of nowhere, South Dakota. This is for me to look good and feel like accomplished. This would be like, you know, the homage to me. This very chic looking late 50s. The Saint slash Mission Impossible HQ James Bond villain micro mansion hideout place. And I'm going to wear an ascot and have a snifter of brandy the size of a fishbowl and swivel it around. Never drink it, just swivel it around. Yes, I'll talk with an accent. Yes, Mr. Bond. You will not find me in my South Dakota lair because you are in New York. <laughs> Natasha, I'd have like Soviet chicks showing up. Soviet milfs, the chicks that were hot back in the Soviet day in my day. Yes, Commander Clary, I need you to go and find me something. Jimmy John's, yes, give me Jimmy John's. Extra salami. It'd be a big, very bad James Bond movie. It'd be a very bad James Bond movie. <clears throat> Invite you. Ah, I see you're a man of taste, James Bond. <laughs> No, I'm just laughing with an accent I just created right now. You may go. That'd be it. We have no beef. I'm actually a very big fan. No, have just getting a sandwich. That is all. Natasha, my milfy Soviet refugee, is getting it for me as we speak. I have not the budget to launch nasty satellite into orbit. I, I am an author. Nobody bought books. All right, <clears throat> Lone Hunter for five uh, five British pounds. Thank you. He didn't say anything. They just gave me five British pounds. Everyone keeps giving me pounds. Think I'm going to go to Britain. Uh, is that it? Oh, one more. The Shaw for two, uh, Shaw two thousand for two bucks. What do you think of St. George, Utah? I like St. George, Utah. It's some crummy area in it though. Um, highway goes straight north south. The uh, west side, north and west on immediate on the highway. Kind of iffy. I stayed at a hotel. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's just kind of like a little rundown. Uh, and then the old town is further west. But then the new stuff is on the east side of the highway. Um, and Alvaro's is the best damn Mexican restaurant in the world I've ever been to. Go there 24-7. Alvaro's. St. George, Utah. That's where I go. Um, it's got Walmart, big enough. But what I like most about St. George, Utah, you're an hour, if that. You're 30 minutes from Zion National Park. Um, you're in a great jumping point to go and do some amazing hiking. You could get to any other. You could get to Capitol Reef. You could get to Bryce Canyon. You could get to Moab. Uh, that's what I would do. I would absolutely go to St. George. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I like it. I like it. Vegas is just no state income taxes. Clary Eagles Hispanic. I'm not Hispanic. 
I have 18% Spaniard blood. It doesn't mean I'm Hispanic. It's like saying I'm Jewish when I'm only a quarter Jew blood. And I've never gone to a thing. The bearded Nemophilus for five bucks. More sugar for Lucifer and Geronimo than rest in peace Pokeball. Well, it'll come back once, once the uh, economy comes back. And those kids, they don't even eat. <clears throat> they, 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 what do you want? Ice cream and this and this and that. No, no, no. You get one thing because you don't even finish the one thing. And they get a brownie size of Wyoming and they eat half of it. Then they're all over the place. It's great. Uh, Scott Lukey for $1.99. Some money for the niece's cookie cake fund. Thank you. Thank you. They will appreciate that very much. Um, And that's it. I think we got through. Let's get through some sponsors real quick. James DePrisco for the Catholic Red Pill. Wrote the Catholic Red Pill. You can find that on Amazon.com. That's for Catholic men who want to be red pilled. Basically red pill for... In the Catholic setting. Uh, David Barnett, he's got a seminar coming up. You could find him at Business Buyer Advantage. And what he does is he, um, go there, put that in the chat room. He helps people buy small businesses. And you are going to want to pay him to consult you anytime you get a business prospect that you are thinking about buying. And a lot of you may be thinking, um, like, oh, I'll, I'll get into a franchise or the economy's going down. I can get a, a, a cheaper price. That is true. You probably can. So for those of you that are interested in buying a business as a retirement plan, why don't you contact? Well, you're not. Why don't you please contact Dave? Spend the money on him. He's got a seminar coming up. I put that in the link there below. It's Gum Road. He's going to be on my show in two hours at 1 p.m. So I got to kind of end this one a little bit quick. Uh, but he'll be on it to talk a little bit more about uh, why you might want to attend that uh, seminar online. Online, it was in Vegas, but uh, that was not there. <clears throat> Better Bachelor, check out Better Bachelor on YouTube, the jazz station of the Red Pill community. How Not to Become a Millennial. Written by Vince Barrick, but mostly me. Um, get it, yeah. It's going to be out in audiobook pretty soon. And it is so poignant and so spot on. Uh, the sales have been eh. I was kind of hoping, ah, this one would make me retire. And uh, eh. And uh, I haven't done the full marketing for it yet. But for those of you who have not bought it, go and get a paperback of Kindle so far. Yes, I am aware of the one. Uh, Vince sent me an email. He says, yeah, there's one typo. I'm like, okay, we'll take care of it. So we have that there. AlaskaChaga.us. Go to alaskachaga.us to get yourself some chaga tea. It's a substitute for coffee. If caffeine is a little bit too much for you, you can go ahead and get Alaska Chaga. It's ground up mushrooms grown locally, family farm. Not that kind of mushroom. It's, you know, this is all healthy. And I'm sure it has antioxidants. It had some other health benefit. But then again, I guess everything has antioxidants. Microphones now with antioxidants. I see check that out there. And then if you'd like to help out the show, you can go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Say, well, Aaron, this is what's older brother. It's just my website where I have all the donate help links if you want in one location, which is <clears throat> olderbrother.com slash donate. You can donate to Patreon. There's a link there. You don't get anything for it. The, I'm, I'm sorry, PayPal. You can donate to PayPal. You don't get anything for it. You can become a patron member. Or there's a Patreon link there. And you get access to uh, Mary Jo's pinups, some articles I've written, and uh, some uh, episodes of the Road Trip Podcast. I haven't put up anything there recently because I've been incredibly fucking busy. I'm kind of ruining the upcoming... Uh, I'm going, Asshole Consulting is coming back online on the 6th, so my vacation will be ending in about seven days a week. 
And it really didn't end. Uh, and then the third way you can help out is by doing all your Amazon shopping at the third link there at olderbrother.com slash donate. And it's just an Amazon link. You click on that and you go and you do your shopping at amazon.com. And I get a 6 to 7% commissioner cut. You don't pay anything extra. Oh, look at all that coronavirus. Ugh. And uh, yeah, that's the way to help out and help yourself out. Um, there was no, no one sent me any emails about good news or happy stories. You could send me emails, go to assholeconsulting.com. Tell me about good news. I don't always like going up on the news and all that. It is fun picking on, uh, journalism majors who think the world owes them a living. Um, and do that. And I do have one. This is a comment. This is the good news for the day. That heroic firefighters experience. Wait, 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 wait. There we go. All right. That heroic firefighters' experiences with all the wall smashes coming out of the woodwork reminds me of what an older guy. This is the story of where I told about. Um, he's not a firefighter. Good guess though. Um, <clears throat> this hero, where the girls were coming out of the woodwork for him. Um, so this is in response to that. That heroic firefighter's experience with all the wall smashies coming out of the woodwork reminds me of what an older guy that I worked with years ago warned me about. About five years before, he'd worked with a young guy in his early 20s who was a good worker and was going to school and almost had his degree in civil engineering. One day out of the blue, this girl was going to school. I'm sorry. One day out of the blue, this girl who knew him in high school and had been a total bitch who wouldn't give him the time of day, of course, was coming around wanting to get together now, acting as though they were old friends, etc., since the internet was still a new thing at the time and we men didn't have the knowledge about horse American women like we do now, the young guy asked the older one what he thought was going on with her. The older guy said, it sounds like she's pregnant and looking for a sucker to raise some other guy's kid. It turned out that she was. Thanks to the older guy, the younger one dodged a bullet. This is why you go to olderbrother.com or assholeconsulting.com is to get advice like this so where you drop 35 bucks to avoid getting a girl pregnant. <clears throat> or oops, I forgot to take the pill. After I got laid off because of the economy downturn, I finally went into the military and visited the place after I finished out of all my training and was about to deploy overseas. I ran into that older guy and he told me the story, the above story, to warn me about the same woman I'd be sure to run across during my military career. He was right, and thanks to him, I dodged a, fool, a few bullets myself, the ones that I know about. During my time in, I passed that story and its wisdom on to a few guys, I managed to warn a few, but I also found that some guys won't hear what they don't want to hear. Sadly, you can't save those who don't want to be saved. Uh, they have to learn the hard way, I guess. Yeah, they, they believe. The key to success in life, ladies and gentlemen, is to lower your expectations. Matter of fact, I think the key to happiness in life is to have no expectations. Have no standards. Have no hope. Give it all up and just be like, all right, what's happening today? I was a great day. I didn't get fucked over. Yeah. Nothing was shoved up my asshole today. That was wonderful. Matter of fact, I forgot what that was like. Uh, Syndicate Chief, my pokey place is still doing takeout. Good for you. I envy you. DeLong212 for $5. Cappy, you should check out John Palomni. Okay. Hopefully this isn't just a loud, brash steroids guy. John Hello, me. What do we got here? 
speculator, Jimmy Livermore, undervalued contrarian situation, equity crowdfunding and hunting. Oh, so he's an investing guy. Eh, maybe. I don't know. I'm done investing. I've, I've predominantly, most of my investing has just been the index. I, the time to read about silver and this and, oh, here's here's your stoichiometry. No, mm-mm, nope. I got nieces to play with, golf to golf, trails to hike. So we got that there. Um, That's it. Let us call it. Let's call it a day here, guys. Uh, no more super chats. We're good to go. We're good to go. Go through here. Is that gal back? Do not spam. All right. I don't think anybody, uh, I don't think anybody is spamming. Whatever. I think you guys scared away that gal. All right. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Let me pull up the prayer. <clears throat> Dear uh, great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who were smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. All right, we are out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait, one more. This is how you guys all get me. Oh, no, you already got that one. All right, uh, 1 p.m. I'll be back with uh, David Burnett. See you guys later. Toodles.